Welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, who is the true detective? That's what I want to know. Four seasons in, I still haven't figured it out yet. It, it just it, it's still a mystery. Who is the true detective? <laughs> you know that one episode of Power Rangers where they bring in like 12 different red rangers from different generations of Power Rangers? Right, yeah. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> decades in, we'll get that for every true detective. I, we'll I hope so. find out who's truest. I hope so. That'd be wild. <laughs> we are here to talk about season four of True Detective, uh, which has been titled uh, True Detective Night Country. Uh, the finale just happened yesterday. Uh, as of us recording this, I watched it earlier today. Uh, so, yeah, it is fresh on our minds. Uh, before we dive into that, though, I do want to mention that, Melissa, you and I both got to talk about uh, True Detective Season 1 on one of our uh, other podcasts, the Whatnots Review Show. I'll put the link to it up there in the corner thing like they do. I'll be a good YouTuber and put the link up there. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys want to go check it out, that would be fantastic. But that's kind of why we wanted to talk about mm. season four here. We were like, ooh, new new true detective. We can talk about, about it. How cool is that? Yeah. Uh, I have only seen that first season and I just watched it a couple months ago for the first time. So I have very little true detective context. <laughs> But you you have the necessary context. If you say so. Yeah, it 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 is an anthology, even though technically it all kind of takes place in the same universe. Maybe that's just not an important detail, really. Um, but there are a few little Easter eggs and connections every now and then. But you have seen the necessary stuff. Which even then you can watch season four by itself and you'll oh, be yeah. totally fine. You don't need to have but seen. I'm, <laughs> I'm the person who prepares for a new movie by watching the director's previous movies, even if this is not a franchise and there sure, is no yeah. continuity. <laughs> I need the context. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm also kind of the same way of like, I, I would kind of want to go back to season one and watch all of it and even season two and three and all of that stuff just to get caught up. Right. Um, but you don't need to do all of that. Um, yeah. Season four. True detective. Melissa, having only seen that first season, like you mentioned, what did you think of season four here? Just kind of top level stuff. It's got a great concept, a great setting, initial mystery hook. Mm -hmm. You're in this tiny town in the Arctic Circle up in Alaska. These men leave their scientific research base. I was going to say in the middle of the night, but we're during the time. We're in the time of year when it's permanent night. Yeah. Not permanent night, but night for like months on end. The night has just begun. They run out into the snow. They they are found frozen, terrified, nude, all in a pile together. Something that would be a lot more fun if you were inside a building to be in a big nude pile together. That <laughs> out there in the Arctic Circle, don't do it. Yeah, it's a it's a little little chilly out there, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, good lord. Um, 
Yeah, I I enjoyed this well enough. Um, I I think it was a pretty decent show overall. I think the writing is there. The acting is there. Like you said, like that initial hook of what the mystery is, uh, is neat. And I think this one of the four seasons does lean a little bit more into the kind of supernatural uh, stuff. Uh, and I think there are I, I think this is the season uh, if I'm remembering correctly, that it just kind of leaves the most unanswered questions. There's there's just stuff out there that like, hmm, I, I wonder what that means or how that really happened. Or maybe it went down like they said. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, and I, 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 I found that to be interesting, that there is some room for interpretation of what characters saw what they say they saw what they think they saw all, all that stuff what what we saw as an audience right um there's there's a little bit of room for interpretation there um but i i think unfortunately the 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 lightning in a bottle that was season one of true detectives just kind of is such an impossibly high like benchmark of like, well, what should we compare this to? Well, obviously the best season of this show. I, yeah, I, I just I, I don't think that's fair. I think that's what everyone mm. is going to do. But I, I just yeah, I don't think it holds a candle to that first season. But I don't think like it, that's not its own fault. Right. It's right. just it's kind of a victim of circumstances there. Um, So I thought it was. It was fine. Um, I I think it would have been just as good if it was not related to True Detective. But I think that that True Detective branding, so to speak, I, I guess helps get more eye eyeballs while watching it. Right? Um, yeah. And it it was an existing anthology show. This is right. what yes. it is yeah. for. Do you yeah. do you have a limited idea? Do yeah. you have an eight episode worth idea? Is it about uh, at least one detective? Well, this right. is where it can go. Uh, to to be clear, the true the, the true detective series was created by Nick Pizzolatto. Uh, however, this is the first season uh, where he is not the showrunner. He is not writing these episodes. I think he really didn't have all that much creative control uh, he's, on. He's this. listed as a producer. Matthew and Woody also still sticking around as producers. Yeah, so was uh, Carrie Joji Fukunawa, Fukunaga. I always forget what his last name is, but uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think as the first entry into True Detective that w was not in the original creator's hands, I, th I thought it was decent. Um, I, I liked it for sure. Um, but I, I do kind of want to get into some spoilers and 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 stuff like that. So if you haven't seen it yet, I say go check it out. I think it's worth yeah. your time. Um, j Just try not to compare it to season one because it's not not right. going to hit those heights there. Um, uh, to no it, fault it is of its six own. episodes, not eight. Yes. Yeah. Pretty six true. Six episodes. Um, I guess i should mention since i didn't mention nick pizzolato's name this season was created by it's lopez uh who was the show runner writer and director um for this one so there you go uh 
with that being said, though, I, I say we get into spoilers, so I'm going to hit our spoiler button uh, so that you guys know from here on out we'll be uh, discussing some stuff that might might spoil it if you have not seen it. Bam, there we go. I did. Can can you believe that it was all the Coca-Cola Pepsi bears that did, 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 did this? Wow, who would have thought? Coca-Cola bears, I know. Pepsi bears, I don't know. I don't got bears. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so I... Where do you kind of start with this? I want to ask, how do you think this season did on just straight-up detective work? I kind of wish there was more. I, I really liked what they had. Sure. But I I don't think it was lacking, but I will always take more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that is kind of partially because this is a shorter season. It's only six episodes. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind what we had. I, I do wish that there was more detectiving, um, especially a with the finale kind of seeing all of those women there in that room being like, yeah, we collectively did this thing and we didn't really get to talk to any of those women at all. Like they were never really under suspicion at any point, mm -hmm. even the one like they had the one scene of like, oh, there's that one woman with the missing fingers. Th that wasn't a detail that I ever paid attention to earlier on in the show. And they did a montage where it was like the camera focusing on her hands here. And I was like, I don't think we got those shots earlier on, <laughs> but I, I like, yeah, I kind of would have liked to see other members of the community or something like that come under suspicion at some point. Um, which we did not get, but I was okay, okay with what we did get. Yeah, I like the focus on asking questions and asking the right questions and mm -hmm. yeah. going down a path as deep as you can and finding deviations and narrowing in on what do I really need to know? Where it's not who killed her, it's who knows who killed her. The scenes of them even if it's sometimes in a cinematically like perfect giant circle, laying out all of the evidence, all of the photos, mm -hmm. listening to or watching a video clip over and over and over again. I, I think I saw a little bit more of the, the, the shoe leather of being a detective in this season that I did appreciate. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting because I when I, as I was while watching this, but especially in the second half of the show, it became clear to me that this show is really like an exploration on loneliness. Um, you, you know, both of the the detectives are they they well one of them has lost their family and as a result has kind of shut everyone else out, even their new adopted family. They've, they've just kind of isolated themselves. Um, and as a result, you know, they're 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 angry and they're bitter. Um, and then the other detective has kind of been isolated from her culture, her community, because she didn't grow up with them. She does not remember her like native name. Uh, and, and so as a result is kind of an outcast amongst her own people. Um, 
and, and we, we see a number of other characters who are lonely in their own way from ordering uh, like Russian mail order brides uh, to to just like pe people who've been kicked out of their homes and, and stuff like that. And it's just compounded then by the darkness mm -hmm. of this heading the the cold heading this isolated town up it where there's there's nothing up there um and yeah it, it it's just I, I i feel like in a town like that i feel like maybe i should know the town a little bit more who is in there that's I just to, taken to add more. on yeah, yeah yeah to add on to, to the i wish they did more detective work um but they do sit with the same things over and over again right like you said they're putting all these these pictures out they're watching the same video over and over again and it's kind of representative of that loneliness they're kind of stuck in those same cycles just doing the same thing over and over and over um so i think thematically this show was really interesting was really fun to watch and had some had some re some really great stuff um mm -hmm. so i liked it a lot did you very catch eerie oh yeah no i just want to mention that this director uh isa lopez came from a horror background and you can definitely tell yeah. in this season there's some real gnarly imagery there's just the concept of it being entirely night up there yeah. is so effective at putting you on edge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it almost feels like the purge without it being the purge, right? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's a time of year. There's going to be no sunshine and just has this like eerie feel to it of like, shit can go down when it's night all the time, right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I, yeah. I think with the main characters we are spending our time with, they are very, uh, they're people with a lot of issues they're dealing with. Oh, yeah. And the night definitely doesn't help. I'm sure there's other folks out there in that town who live less traumatic lives who are just, yeah. just in it for the night. They're like, well, it's night for a couple months and they don't experience mental breakdowns or see visions right, or kill yeah. anybody. A well-adjusted night owl that is just out there. Right living their own life um mm. i guess did, that's what the purpose that rose agano serves when yeah. you're talking about loneliness she seems like the one character who is isolated but seems content with that yes i like that she she's the sort content, of like mysterious sure. wise woman they go visit who like planted herself in this place she's not from it it's not exactly clear what brought her there but she came there of her own accord and is happy there yeah. and knows how to do all this stuff, like hide several bodies. Yeah. Uh, um, but that's, uh, she's also not immune to the weird things happening mm. in the town. She is mm -hmm. seeing visions of her dead husband that lead her to then, to then discovering the bodies of the men from the Salal. It's not a factory, the laboratories. I, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like she she is she does seem like the most well adju adjusted. And I, I liked the scene where after uh, Pryor has to dump his dad's 
body uh, in the lake. She's just kind of sitting with him and she's just like, well, you're in it now. Uh, like yeah. if, if you think the hard part is over, it's not. It sucks. It's forever. You just kind of have to be there with it. And that's mm-hmm. it. Um, so, yeah, like I, 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 I like that stuff. I, I think they did a good job of looking at different ways characters are lonely or how they deal with it. Uh, stuff like that. So good stuff. Did you by chance catch any of the connections uh, to season one? I think the, the obvious time- one is the big yeah. spiral. Um, they say time is a flat circle, which even if you haven't seen the show, you know that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I knew before I watched True Detective. Yeah. Um, I, I can taste the ash in the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then also, if I'm not mistaken, I think the company that owned the mine or owned Salal that was Funding mm. Salal was the Tuttle Industries, which was, oh, I think, yeah. the, the same company that owned the churches down yes. there in Hazen 1. Beyond that, though, I didn't really catch much, and I did not look at, like, Easter egg connection videos f- for this. Um, but, th- like, I, I, I think between the obvious, like, spiral and that connection... I think people were really, really looking for major connections to like, well, what does it mean that this connects back to season one? What, what's really happening here if the same like supernatural f- force and the same company is like all of this stuff? What does it mean? And I don't think it means anything. Right. I think it, I think sometimes something is just an Easter egg and not a clue. But now you're the true detective. <laughs> it's me all along right. <laughs> the two detectives are the friends we made <laughs> along the way <laughs> we live in an era where people are more of a detective than they've ever been before right yeah um no but i like i i, I think that was kind of the zeitgeist around this show and it didn't really answer much it didn't give you a, a answers into that stuff and i did see a number of people very disappointed by that of like it didn't explore this stuff the connections here there's just unanswered questions why didn't we get answers um and i i i think depending on how you look at it uh jody foster's character at the end there has a line that basically says like hey some questions just don't have answers and Mm -hmm. On one hand, you can look at that as like a slap in the face of of like, well, why would you make this a true detective show? This didn't need to be a true detective. You didn't need to have all these connections in there. What happened? This is stupid. Uh, Or you can just be like, you know what? It's just a mystery. Who knows? Who who cares? Right. Have fun. Right. Make it make make your own connections. (laughs) You and I come from lost backgrounds, so we are very well adjusted. We've made our great peace with the concept of unanswered questions. That one, though, at least they had that like, you know what? Not every 
question is gonna be answered. They had that ver, ver, they had mm. their own version of that line earlier on in the show, even though most pe- people didn't catch it and didn't pay attention to 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 it. They still had their moment of John Locke t- talking to Richard, and he's just like all of these weird things happening. <laughs> don't worry that's not that's not the point yeah. um no nope. yeah uh it it is more so about the characters and the journeys they went on and i think the the biggest kind of emotional punch that i got out of this show uh was seeing and again i'm terrible with names uh the other detective callie reese's character uh evangeline uh, navarro uh, um mm-hmm. When she says her full name there in in the finale, yeah. that that was like fuck yeah. She she's she like she does not skip a beat. She says her full name. This is who I <laughs> am, and I'm just <laughs> like the first yes. possible opportunity to say it to another person. She's Amazing, so proud. <laughs> she she is right, and that that to me was like the emotional high. Like yes, she knows her name. She's included. <laughs> Good. Um, even though we, we we do also get the emotional beat for Jodie Foster's character, Detective Danvers, uh, in the kind of like ending montage when she's finally connecting with her adopted daughter. Mm. Uh, they're eating sandwiches. They're laughing. They're having a good time. The daughter has those tribal tattoos oh. back oh, I on that. Cool. Uh, uh, again, so I'm assuming the second time uh, they're not temporary, right? It, it, she I is was looking connecting. at the sandwiches, to be honest. <laughs> I missed the tattoo. I wanted to know what was in those sandwiches. <laughs> Melissa was asking the wrong questions. <laughs> <laughs> is that ham or turkey? Good, what I'm, are you eating? I'm not a good detective. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they, they they have some some good moments like that at the end there but her saying her name was the one that i was just like mm-hmm. yes awesome yeah. good stuff um so there you go do you have any other d- 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 stuff that you wanted to talk about i i i don't know if i had much i mean i guess speaking of lost we did have an actor from lost uh in in this uh, I guess mostly a minor character in Lost, so right. not necessarily recognizable. But yeah, John Hawks is in a couple of episodes in season six as a mysterious guy. But that's most guys on Lost. He's a hippie. You're a mysterious guy, or your guy who stands next to mysterious guy. Yeah, he's 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 a hippie that was in the secret temple and lost it if you're like right what the fuck i never made it past the polar bear and lost don't worry about it it's lost as people you find in the jungle and people who find people in the jungle those are two types of characters on lost (laughs) and then things that shouldn't be in the jungle (laughs) like your dead dad and a horse (laughs) (laughs) speaking of early 2000s entertainment in the first episode, when you're there in the Salal Research Station and the TV breaks trying to play Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which mm-hmm. it's that feels like it is broken in a supernatural way. Yes. <laughs> I, I yeah. love the that's very creepy. Just the constant loop of twist and shout. You haven't thought before about what a violent image twist and shout is. 
Yeah. Um, You're really getting something out of your system when you twist and shout. I think that's the theme of the show. I paused and I looked through all of the DVDs. There is a very obvious <laughs> DVD of Kangaroo Jack up there. Amazing. I don't think it means anything. But I was amazed at the pull of Kangaroo Jack. Again, also Melissa an OC the box wrong set. Questions. <laughs> Kangaroo Jack, what does it mean? <laughs> so next Kangaroo true detective Jack, in Australia. <laughs> I guess what it symbolizes is us the trailers for Kangaroo Jack made you think it was all about the kangaroo when really he's like one eight minute fantasy sequence and what is otherwise a like PG or PG 13 crime caper. It was originally an R rated movie and they had that kangaroo scene in there. And one of the producers is like, kids would love this kangaroo. You make a kid friendly movie. Let's really push this kangaroo. Don't put him in more of the movie. We'll just put him in all of the advertising and everyone will come to the theater for the kangaroo. Season five of true detective. For the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Little detective. It, it's a it's a some kind of crime that takes place on the, the set of Nickelodeon g- games and sports, right? It, it's on the <laughs> aggro crag. <laughs> it's really about circles. It's yeah. really about time and circles because kids still need to learn those things. They really go deep on different shapes and what the hands of a clock mean. Season five of True Detective, Kel is the true detective. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, no, I mean, the, 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 the one thing I, I, I don't know if I truly, really, really liked mm-hmm. about the finale uh is that i mean what we already kind of mentioned here is that you do learn that it was kind of this group of women that claimed to have went in there found out what happened got all these men out and just kind of set them out to walk on the ice and just go and that's it um and even that account of things there's loophole or not yeah there's like Mm. there's there's some plot holes in that there's some things that don't necessarily add up but it's the best explanation that we got so we kind of got to go with that um Mm. and uh, because we didn't get to talk with those characters more they were never really under suspicion it 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 did kind of feel like they just kind of pulled the rug out from underneath you um, I, I, I don't know if I would go as far as to say like some, sometimes when you're watching like a crime show or de- some detective fiction, uh, it, 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 it'll be a mystery like, oh, well, there's no way I had yeah. solved that. Right. There's so many yeah. details here that like, like this, this felt like one that with the right explanations, like, I feel like I could have gotten that. Or I, I, I like it. It could have been a plausible explanation and not some like hands up in the air. Like, what is this bullshit? Like, what? How, how? What do you mean? It was some guy from Australia that we never met. I don't know. Um, it, and, and we did see those characters, so it didn't completely feel left field. The town is small, so these are the people that inhabit the town. But mm-hmm. We didn't spend enough time with the town, I thought. So sure. I guess that was the only thing that it was just like it felt like they pulled the rug out from underneath me. 
one detail I appreciated in the finale is learning that it's not the mining company paying off the lab mm. to falsify reports saying, oh, we're not we're not polluting. No, everything's fine up here. The fact that it's the other way around, that the the lab wants to dig deep into the the permafrost, deep into the ice to extract this ancient microorganism that they believe could uh, cure a lot of diseases, make true world altering massive changes. And they're like, mm -hmm. it's too difficult. It's too long of a process to get this thing out of the ice. We don't know if it'll survive being taken out of the ice. But if you pollute the area, that makes some of the permafrost melt and soften, and then we can do it. So for the sake of what this microorganism can do, Silver Sky Mining, please pollute. We pay you to pollute. Yeah, just a, a weird like tw twist on the, the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I liked that, that detail, too. Mm. That's good I stuff. also, again, to bring up Lost, I love them crawling down the ladder into the ice hatch. Yeah. Love a ladder into a hat. Into a secret lab. Yeah. With a, with a song playing on repeat while <laughs> yeah mm. <laughs> good stuff yeah um I don't know oh, I I speaking uh, go ahead please speaking of a song playing on repeat I want to talk about the opening credits sure I think that was yes. something that was notable about the first season of True Detective everybody loved those opening credits don't know about the credits they have for seasons two and three haven't seen them I think the imagery in this is fantastic just the eeriness of a single object that shouldn't be there seemingly shouldn't right. be there just out in the tundra at night and it's so dark and it's so snowy this could be the middle of nowhere or this could be somebody's backyard right you have yeah. no you've nothing to grab onto you can see no horizon line you can see no surroundings it's just a rocking chair or a uh laundry drying stand yeah <laughs> just, just out in nowhere a bath and they're playing just sitting there they're playing bury a friend by billy eilish which is some hot this was a song from like 2019 but it's weirdly hot right now because it played in the trailers for madam web and it also <laughs> We went to the movies. We saw a trailer for Madam Web. Immediately after that, we saw a trailer for the horror movie Night Swim about a haunted pool. That's also playing Bury a Friend. Yeah. Back to back Bury a Friend trailers. And then this comes along. Absolutely. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting choice of song. Um, I was even thinking about the music in general. I don't. I don't remember music being as big a part of other seasons of True Detective. Um, and I definitely noticed the songs playing in the episodes more. They they do the whole thing of like pop culture song, like covers of pop culture songs in that are like slowed down and in a minor key or something to make them they, sound. They do it for Twist and Shout. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they do it for all sorts of them in, in this series. Um, but yeah, just even if it wasn't that kind of song, I just noticed music playing more often. Um, and 
I don't know if that was a specific creative choice, if that was something they were thinking about. Um, if because, uh, again, like it's a show about loneliness and how people deal with that or deal with loss and people often turn to music to get them through that stuff. Not that many of the songs that were played in there were like upbeat and happy, but <laughs> yeah, no Carly um, Rae Jepsen up here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it, it's something, something to think about. I I guess. Yeah. So. Could have thematic resonance could be, uh, maybe it's just a different directorial style. Some sure, yeah. creators are just more music focused than others. I Maybe they wanted to focus on a lot of Alaska artists. <laughs> They're like, let's really use the music of the setting. Sure. Haven't researched it. Not sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Good. I Do you have any kind of wishes for potential season five of what you might like to see from a a true detective season five say don't know everywhere that we've been already true wish wish i could (laughs) more detectives i'll tell you eventually next year i'll tell you yeah i i i legitimately want like in-depth detective work which we've gotten some of that in in the past for sure um but yeah, I, I I like that kind of procedural. Yes. Step by step. Let's go talk to these p- people and see what they have to say. And how does this conversation change things here? I like that a lot. Um, I'd so. be down for that. Well, yeah, really I'll, lean I'll, on the detectiving. Yeah, I, I, I also away. do like this idea of having a unique setting uh, and yes. how the setting plays into the mystery and the the psyche of the characters and the themes of the show. Um, I think that's that's neat. So, yeah, this is such a specific setting, uh, literally and just sort of figuratively, emotionally, aesthetically that we're in this season. So I feel like even if people had problems with it, this will stick with folks for a while to come. For sure. For sure. Indeed. Well, yeah, I think that is our spoiler cast for true detective night country. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the season as well. Uh, so yeah, Melissa, where can the people find you on the interwebs? I don't really post anymore, but I can be messaged. If you find me on a social media platform under Wilkywit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. There you go. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots Official on Threads. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. If you're watching this on YouTube, go check out more of our videos right over there on that side. Uh, That would help us out a ton as well. Uh, But yeah, this has been number 136 of the Whatnots Reactor Core. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.